Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at San Diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to the Food Court. This is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze, and I will be your host and your judge in this courtroom of sorts. I will settle your food fights, and you will have to live with my verdict. And this is season one, so we don't have a jury, so this all starts and ends right here with my decision. Joining us in the court today, we have two women who are already friends and immediately had some ideas on what they disagree on, which is perfect for the food court. The first is an award-winning comic, writer, and storyteller who performs all over the world. It's Melanie Maras. I, I, did I butcher your name? Uh, no, no. Yeah. I didn't know what, where that was going. Award-winning comic. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie, how are you? I am so excited. I'm wearing headphones and talking to a microphone for the first time ever. I love it. First in the food court? First time in the food court. Mm-hmm. In the next corner, we have Persian stand-up comedian and host of the Mad Genius podcast, it's Ariel Kishanchi. Hi. What's going on? Thanks for having me. So excited. So excited. We are going to get into it. Ariel and Melanie, uh, the two of you have a lot to say, and I can't wait to hear it. Today, we're talking about movie theater snacks, those things that you crunch and munch on. But first, let's get to know each other a little bit better. Melanie, where are you from, and what are some of your favorite food memories from your childhood? Oh, I, I grew up in Jakarta, Indonesia. Favorite food memories from childhood? Okay, well, my orthodontist was in Singapore, so I would fly there every six weeks to get my braces tightened, as you do, and they had a McDonald's in Singapore, so I would always get to get, like, chicken chicken McNuggets and, mm. and the skinny fries when I got my braces tightened. The best. Now, do you still partake in the McDonald's every once in a while? I do not, no. Okay. 
Neither do I often, but it was my first job, actually. And one of the things I love, it was. I know. Were you a fryer? What were you? Okay, I was the poissonnier at a McDonald's, which poissonnier means fish cook in French. (laughs) So. It is a very prestigious. Is that what they position. called you? <laughs> it's what I have renamed the the fillet of fish station. And the first batch of fillet of fish that I sent out, I forgot to put the top bun on them, so like people were coming oh, back. An open faced fish sandwich. Yeah, they were coming back through the drive through yelling at people. Wow, but I was being avant garde well before I knew that it was eventually my calling. So, but I love those international and McDonald's. Like, what were some of the special? Like, was there something that was very like? You know, at the time, like, they were not really deviating, you know? It's not like now where there's, like, so many, like, I don't know, like, Chinese New Year special chicken. Like, I went to a – in the airport in Japan, they had a Mega Mac, which was just seven layers of Big Mac. But I thought that that was, like, so awesome and so Japanese, Mega Mac. Also hard to eat. Yeah, really hard. For sure, for sure. (laughs) Ariel, what about you? What are – where are you from and what are – what is your favorite Persian dish producer crystal and i want to know okay well i'm from i was born in iran raised in the valley which i think you can tell from the accent and my favorite persian dish wow that's you know i'm gonna go with a persian snack mm-hmm Lavoshak. Ooh, you're gonna have to school me on what lavoshak is. So it's basically fruit rolls, but they're super tart. Like they're it's just a fruit puree, like traditionally like put out in the sun, but you know, they make it in mass and it's just delicious. Mm, it's I- so tart and it's like sour cherry or plum or pomegranate flavor. Do you do do you like the pheasant? Is that am I pronouncing that? Yeah. That that's like what every American likes. Oh, That's see, every that. American. So like basic of American me. people always want fesinjon. It's like a walnut stew. A walnut stew. Doesn't yeah. it sound interesting? At least mm. it's like of all Persian <laughs> foods, American walnut people stew. always love fesinjon. I, I like how though you did call me out for being basic AF. No Persian food. Taste. No, I think it's like a palate thing. Like there's something about the fesinjon. Mm. That speaks to the American palate. It's just saying like, walnuts. It's sweet. I think that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. If yeah. Being, throwing my chef hat on, yeah. I think it's things that are sweet. It's All a right. stew and it's made of walnuts and it's sweet. I yeah. Walnuts, like if there was a McDonald's in Iran, they would definitely serve Fessinjan. Okay. There we go. Bringing it right back around. All right, Melanie, uh, you brought a very specific and special case to the food court today. Lay it out for our listeners. I bring the case of, of movie theater popcorn. That you are a fan of it. That and, I am a mega fan, if and, you will. And and perhaps that you think it should be the only thing maybe eaten in movie theaters as a snack. Oh, if there's one choice, that's it is truly the only choice. Okay. Well, that's a pretty serious case. Ariel, I guess that makes you team candy? Team candy. That's right. Okay. There we go. This is uh, going to be a tough one. Thank you for bringing a case <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to everyone. This is a choice we all have to make. Popcorn and candy. Well, that's too much. Uh, too much for my budget usually at a theater. <laughs> That's like fifty dollars at ArcLight. <laughs> too much for the That's palette. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. So today we're gonna have to make a choice: is it popcorn or is it candy? But before we get into the arguments, uh, in my court, we like to have a quick trivia round before we get to the actual debate. The winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order that you present your arguments. But also trivia is fun, so let's get into it. You ready? She's gonna win. <laughs> Before we get into the trivia, both of you have buzzers in front of you. Melanie, please test your buzzer so we know what it sounds like. 
Ooh, the boing, the springiness. <laughs> and Ariel, what does yours sound like? Ooh, the classic game show buzzer. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is what this show is all about. Fun, fun props. Okay, and away we go. First round of trivia. Here we go. There's three questions. The winner will get to decide if they present their argument first or second. The first question here is multiple choice. Just sound your buzzer if you have the answer. How many quarts of popcorn does America go through in a year? A, 17 billion quarts. B, 1.2 million quarts. Or C, 105 million quarts. Okay, Melanie. C, 105 million quarts. That is incorrect. Wow. You got two left. Would you okay. like to take a yeah, shot at it, yeah. I'm Ariel? Gonna go with, um, I'm going to go with A, I think. You're going to go with A. You have to hit a buzzer. Oh. <laughs> there we go. A. Classic game show. <laughs> a, 17 billion quarts is correct. Wow. And Ariel is on top, 1-0. They love their popcorn. They really do. That's a lot. <laughs> That that would fill it, up a stadium. Like that would be maybe more than one. I don't. I don't yeah. even know. Oh, okay, guys. Yes, uh, it would. Holy guys, that's enough. Actually, not to just fill up a stadium. It's enough to fill up the Empire State Building eighteen times. What? <laughs> wow. I'm just thinking about like, that. What when would I'm standing you do in front of the Empire State, State Building? Eighteen popcorn made, popcorn based Empire State Buildings. Yeah, we got to break that down state by state too. Mm -hmm. I bet you there's a state. I bet you there's like one state that really dominates. Okay, here we go. Question two with Ariel up 1-0 in the trivia round. What was the number one most popular movie theater candy in 2019 according to delish.com? The number one movie theater candy. Sour Patch Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids is incorrect, but close. All right, Melanie. M&M's. M&M's is also incorrect. We can keep going until we get it right. Wow. They're both in the top 10, so you're close. Okay, Okay, there we go, Melanie. Junior Mints. Junior Mints are wrong. (laughs) One more time. We could also just do this until we name all the candy. Sour Ropes. Sour Ropes. Ooh, that is incorrect, but I am going to give you a .5, which has never happened in food court. You're getting a half a point because the answer is Twizzlers. Which are rope-like, which are rope-like. And uh, also, I don't know if you know this, and I can tell that you've probably never done this because you're both really classy, but you can... (laughs) We could surprise you. Are we really classy? Twizzlers have been known (laughs) to use as straws in soda. Did you oh, know that? Yes, I've done yeah. that. It is a classic fat kid move. Diet Coke and a Twizzler, delicious. Yeah. Well said. And here we go. Question three. Now with Ariel, I believe up 1.5 to zero. Good thing is that this last question in food court is worth three points. So this is for the victory right here. You're still in the game, Melanie. Question three. This one's multiple choice. Which of the following candies is a real thing? A real candy? A, Ojani's. B, Circus Peanuts. Or C, Berserkers. Melanie. Circus Peanuts. Circus Peanuts is correct. And Melanie. Wow. Congratulations. Comes from behind with the victory. I actually love Circus Peanuts, which is a weird thing about me. No one really likes them. Yeah. Are they just warm peanuts? No, they're like styrofoamy, marshmallowy, banana uh extracty tasting things that Mm -hmm. you rarely see unless you're cruising the discount shelf at like a CVS or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That means that, Melanie, you have won the trivia round, and you get to make the big decision. Do you want to present your case first, or would you like Ariel to present first? I'm going to go second. (laughs) (laughs) 
okay, you're going to take the home team approach. You'll go second. That means that, Ariel, you'll get to present your case first, which is that candy rules. Mm -hmm. And before we get into your opening debate, let's take a break. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and we're back here in the food court to recap today in the food court. We have the case of popcorn versus candy at the movies. Is it a salty versus sweet thing? I don't know. We're in Los Angeles, Hollywood to be exact, the home of movies. So it's only natural to discuss movie snacks, and then maybe we'll walk down the street and see one. Or maybe I'll do that by myself. Is that okay? Or does that say a lot about me personally? I don't have a problem. This is just a, now a confession. I saw, I'm also going to be dating myself, but I saw Titanic in a movie theater by myself and I cried by myself. Is that okay? This is Yeah, I think that's why you did it by yourself <laughs> so that you would have the freedom to just cry. That's Fair absolutely enough. right. It's beautiful. That's absolutely right. Fair enough. Thank yeah. you so much. We commend you Great for your strategy. Choice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I just felt like this was a safe place to share that story. And I also think if Food Court becomes a, a hit movie, Leo will play me. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> the obvious choice. <laughs> the obvious choice. Here we go. Uh, the way this works is that each of you will have three minutes to state your case. During this three minutes, you need to lay out your case and not focus on your opponent. This needs to be positive. Use your three minutes as if you're campaigning and why your thing is the best or correct. Don't use it as uh, a time to say negative things about your opponent or what they stand for. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, so here we go. And also, don't worry, I will give you time after the three minutes for a negative rebuttal. You'll have two minutes after the first round. Okay, I believe that it is Ariel, you're up first. You have three minutes to let the world know why candy reigns supreme when you're at the movies. Your time starts now. Movie candy is nostalgic, brings you back to your childhood you know, your first movie, some some great memory. So that's always nice because it's 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 candy from from years past. So you've been eating it your whole life. It's familiar. It's really lovely. Also, you get king sized candy without having to go to Costco, which is very convenient. You can share it with a friend. It's you can get different kinds of candy. So you get you don't get tired. You can you can have a couple goobers, maybe a Kit Kat, you know, like a little Butterfinger bite, which is Butterfinger bites, just just that in and of itself. It's bite-sized, so it's only one bite. It doesn't crunch loudly, so you don't feel like you're disturbing anyone with your crunch patterns. Mm-hmm. Also the best of both worlds. It's a sweet and savory marriage, and you just can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with the Butterfinger Bites. And then what else did I want to talk about? This is also the best place to consume Twizzlers because they're a great snack. They're an easy share. Also a quiet snack. And then... They are licorice, though. They are licorice. Okay, this is a polarizing flavor. But, I, you know, it's not black licorice. There's no anise. It doesn't scare people off. It's, it's, it's mild. I also, I also love Junior Mints. Because you're in close proximity with all these different people. So why not have fresh breath? Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. end your film with fresh breath. It's like, <laughs> it's the perfect afterthought. Who doesn't want to be fresh and on a sugar high? And that brings me to Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids are just the ultimate movie theater candy. They are multi-flavored. They are bite-sized. They have those little sour crystals. So it's... It's fun. It's a little bit of a shock to your mouth. It's like a little party in the mouth. I'm a big fan of Sour Patch Kids. Also, they have unique flavors like white pineapple. <laughs> Where do you see white pine? I have never seen white pineapple. <laughs> only in Kauai. Only on one specific island. Does that island, actually usually. exist? There, there are tiny little white pineapples, wow. yes. But I did not know that they and made them in the Sour Patch And they're harvested for Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Clearly. It's just so exotic. Like, what next? Passion fruit? <laughs> God, Sour Patch Kids, they just get it right. Also, Kit Kats, I think, are really lovely. You can have a few, save the rest for later. And um, that's it. There we go, Ariel coming in strong with a strong three-minute case, mainly explaining the variety that candy brings to the game when you're at the theater. Mm -hmm. You get fresh breath, it's nostalgic, but really it's all about the choice. You can get things big, you can get things small, and there's so many different things you can get. Melanie, now you'll have three minutes to talk about positively why you love popcorn in movie theaters. Your three minutes start now. Movie theater popcorn. This is the story of a lifelong love affair. 
When I was a little girl, going to the movies was a rare treat. The absolute thrill of seeing popcorn made live before my very eyes was the precursor to what was sure to be an incredible sensory journey. Popcorn makes the moving going experience. When you enter the lobby of a cinema, the smell of what? Popcorn mm. lets you know where you are. It's the foreplay that warms you up to the main event. If you can honestly tell me that a squirt of hot butter over popcorn is not sensual, then you've never had a sensual experience. The romance that hot, this hot butter delight brings to a movie date. Imagine you're watching a movie with a lover with this cardboard vessel betwixt the two of you, your fingers brushing against each other amidst the popped kernels of corn. It's very titillating. Movie theater popcorn inspires such lust in people that I have heard that in the swell of youth, some have used the cardboard popcorn vessel as a covering to stick the male member in so that one might receive servicing right in their cinema seat. I personally, I've, I've never experienced this, but I'll tell you what, nobody's sticking their phallus into a junior mince box looking for a movie theater handy. And if they are, I wish them the best of luck because uh, movie theater popcorn is truly the least of their problems. The last movie I went to see was Parasite. I did not think that I needed popcorn as I went into the cinema. And as the lights began to dim, I began to suspect that I had made a mistake. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie that's absolutely sweeping award season mm. currently. As far as I can tell, it's a movie about how poor people are scary. Basically, my viewing experience was not enjoyable. I'm going to go ahead and say it was actually displeasurable. And when the movie was over, you know what I thought? I should have gotten popcorn. With a minute to go. Wow. Dropping some knowledge. Going right at Junior Mints, by the way. Like, just going right at it. I took it. it personally. Declaring popcorn as an aphrodisiac. Somehow working dick in a box into the commentary. Very, very strong. Also has me thinking that Hot Butter should be the name of my new indie band, as that was said a number of times. Is Popcorn the Show? A case well made. Okay, a tough first round. Now, of course, it's time for the rebuttals. Now you get a chance to lay out your reasons why the other person is so wrong and you're so right. Gloves are off. Unless maybe you're eating popcorn. Maybe then you need gloves because maybe it's greasy and salty. I don't know. Here we go. Ariel, you're up first. You'll have two minutes now to let Melanie know why she's absolutely wrong. Are you ready for your rebuttal? I'm ready. Your time? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Starts now. Popcorn gives you dirty hands. <laughs> so you're walking around with grease and salt all over your fingertips. That's that's not fun. That doesn't enhance the moving going experience not only that but you're most likely sharing it with one to three people that means one to three people are sticking their filthy greasy salty hands in your popcorn so your popcorn is contaminated there's no way to not have contaminated popcorn it's gross there's germs i, I don't want to get coronavirus from from popcorn furthermore it's too much of the same flavor at a certain point, you want to switch flavors up. And with popcorn, you cannot do that. It's just steadily the same buttery, salty, greasy, dirty-handed <clears throat> dish. And then also, popcorn is never evenly flavored, unlike candy. Candy is uniform. You know what you're going to get. You know that each bite is going to taste just like the previous bite, unless it's a different flavor, but still delicious. Popcorn, you don't know. You don't know. It's a gamble. What if you get an unbuttered flavor, you know, an unbuttered kernel? Also, the gross kernels at the bottom, 
Mm. Nobody wants that. The unpopped ones? The unpopped ones that you accidentally will put in your mouth and then your teeth are just disgusting. You, do you bring floss with you to the movies? It's just, it's popcorn is not the thing. It's, I'm anti-popcorn. Clearly anti-popcorn, stoking a campaign of fear. The health department's coming into play. Coronavirus was mentioned. Do you want the same flavor over and over and over again? Lots of really great points. Way Thank to come you. back Thank strong. You. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, Melanie, you'll have two minutes now to let Ariel know why candy is just the wrong choice when you're at the movie theater. Your time starts now. Cinema candy is a joke. First of all, why the big dumb boxes that look like props for a middle school play? And the selection? Wh what even is a good and plenty? What are dots? Those are actually two questions that no human being can answer. I looked this up. Good and plenty are capsule-shaped, candy-coated licorice bites. Is there a more disgusting confection? Haribo gummy bears. Where do I begin? I would like to cite this article from 2017, which states that Haribo gummy bears are made by modern slaves, end quote. One of the ingredients in Haribo gummy bears is a wax that's also used in car oil and shoe polish. And the workers who make this wax make $12 a day. So if you want to be part of this crime against human rights, by all means, eat Haribo gummy bears at the movie theater. Junior mints? Well, besides not being able to get a handy through the box, they're a purely geriatric confection. I, I don't have any grandmothers, but if I did, this would probably be their candy of choice, which is fine for my imaginary grandmothers. Milk duds can truly rip the fillings right out of your teeth. And Sour Patch Kids, oh my God, even thinking about that sickeningly sweet taste that just stays with you forever afterwards makes me nauseous. No, 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 no. Movie theater candy. All right, there we go. Cases coming before the court. Two really, really strong cases. I have no idea which way I'm going to decide right now. A matter of fact, uh, and while I do that, it's time for a short break. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, everyone, we're back, and I've uh, made up my mind, but before I give you my final verdict, this is an opportunity to potentially change my mind one more time. So do either of you, Ariel or Melanie, have something else to add to the debate? You know, I have to say, I I have fond memories of good and plenty. (laughs) I I do. I do. Ariel, personally offended. Not only is Candy across the world offended, but Ariel, I think, is personally offended. Melanie, any final words? I stand by my my case. There we go. Listen, this was a tough one. Many cases have come before the food court. We all remember the blue cheese versus ranch dressing debate. We remember that. We remember bacon versus sausage. All uh, were made, all, all of those arguments were made pretty clear in the first round. I have to say that this is the first time in food court where my position changed from the first round to the second round. Is it sweet versus savory? Is it the same flavor versus a variety of flavors. At the end of the day, I think the better argument can be made, and I have made the decision, the verdict is for the best movie theater treat being candy. Unbelievable. Candy. That's right. That's right. By a long shot. Oh my God. I will have to say both tremendous cases that you laid out in front of the court today. I love salty, buttery popcorn, but who, th- who knew it was so dirty? And also, Ariel, you really won the court over with the take on the variety mm-hmm. of candy. The flavor medley. <laughs> and after all, that's what you want. Melanie, though, your, 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 your line about popcorn being the show before the show really won me in the first round. Ariel came back to take it home right at the end. Thank you so much, both of you, for taking your case Uh, to the food court. Thank you so much for joining us here on Food Court. I'm your judge, Richard Blaze, and uh, I have lived to judge another day. Uh, You can find Melanie across social media at Trouble Jones. She just sold a TV show to HBO Max. So follow her to get updates on that big news and her upcoming stand-up dates. Check out Ariel's podcast, Mad Genius, and you can find her on Twitter at Ariel is not a mermaid. So listen, everyone, what do you think? Huh, audience? What's your favorite movie theater snack? Is it candies? Is it popcorn? Let me know what you think on Twitter and Instagram, at Richard Blaze. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Pamahi. Food Court was created by our executive producer, Christopher Hasiotis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are Gabrielle Collins, 
David Wasserman and Jasmine Blaze. Our amazing theme song is by Jason Naismith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And until next week, Food Court is not in session. licorice that's just the devil's bonbon ready okay give me a beach beach give me great food tacos give me adventure hiking give me a date night sunset cruise give me some smiles cheese give me more beaches beaches what's that spell san diego if you're happy and you know it san diego is the place to show it book your trip at san diego.org Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.